Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is already the 18th of January. It's already this far into the month. It is a Monday morning. We had a hot week in California. I mean, it was 80 degrees where I live, and I'm living, you know, in an area that's normally cooler than the rest of it, and it was warm. It was just packed with beachgoers. It was packed with bathing suits. I couldn't believe it. And I'm like, yes, it is January. This is January. And I guess time was totally irrelevant. However, that being said, the topic I had today about branding, I thought would be like the most boring topic to do on a radio show because it sounds like such a business and it is a business and people have made millions off of their brand. But then I started thinking more about it and I thought, wow, we don't call these people people anymore. That's their brand. They don't want to hurt their brand. Forget themselves. But the branding, how did that start? Because it's been around as long as advertising has been around, whether we call it branding or not. But with alternative media, which is probably now becoming the main media in social media, in all the different platforms, you could actually be whatever you want. But what made me do this show? What made me do this show was when I first started out also on Facebook, like all of us. And at the time, I had a couple of people running my website, and they put me on Facebook for three months prior to my knowing I was even on Facebook because Facebook was super new at that time. They just wanted to see what would happen And then once it got bigger and they're like, hey, you know what? You might want to pay attention to this account. You have like 200 people who are following you. And we followed some and, and, you know, go through it. And they taught me how to work Facebook at the time. Imagine we had to learn how to do that. But we did. And I also met people. And just by their picture, I felt like 
There were certain things I knew about them. Some I felt comfortable with. Some I didn't. Some I was like, whoa, just by the things they wrote. And we were learning a new language. We were learning a language of communication through perception. And that perception we could create. We could make ourselves look younger than we are, older than we are. We could be a woman and really on Facebook, but a man behind it. We didn't know who was catfishing and who wasn't. We didn't know who was real and who wasn't unless we actually knew that person. But it opened the door up to the entire world, to every corner of the world. Only way we got to know each other, which is now called branding, was through these channels. So we learned a new language. We learned all the different ways somebody can be telling the truth in all the different ways something can't. We learn to trust our instincts like we do when we're face-to-face. That can't be true, that is true, and maybe it's not true, but someone wants to believe it, and then these movements are started. But this branding thing, this identity, this virtual identity that we can receive that can be helpful, that can be deceitful, prey on the lonely. I remember seeing on 60 Minutes how divorced women or lonely women were targets. Were targets. And most of them were foreign men who wanted to come to the U.S. and hooked on and what the women didn't know was they were hooking on with five or six, hoping for one, bring them here. Because her brand was loneliness. But we look at relationships that way, at jobs that way, and we don't know if we recognize a scam yet or not. Because branding has put us in a position standing that what isn't real can be and what is real can be portrayed as not real. That telling the truth doesn't get as many lies and likes and attention. But then you tell the truth and people tell you it's a lie. Oh, that can't be true. Love isn't real. Started happening. But what really made me want to do this show was that I met a lot of people in the beginning. I met a lot of people whose brand was so ingrained in my head through social media that when I saw them in person, my brain could not even adjust to them being more than just a head, that picture that I see over and over and over again. And I remember um, one person I met, and I just, I, I, I flew to Chicago, and she was going to interview me while I was there. And, and we did this on purpose, but 
we were going to do that. I remember I just kept looking at her and going, I just can't get over the fact that you're like a real person and you move and you talk and you're funny and you're fun, but nothing like the brand that I was accustomed to. So I realized that a brand dehumanizes us. It takes away the fact that we're people. We become like this package of ourselves. Well, I can't do that. That'll mess up my brand. People can't know that. That will mess up my brand. So now we're all marketing our brand, like there's a man on Facebook, let's say, that every single day, he he one day put a coffee cup on a table and took a picture of it. And then he got a ton of reaction, a ton of likes over it. So then he did it the next day, and it happened again. And now, every single day, he takes a picture of this coffee cup in other places, and it's been going on for almost a year, and it's still happening. The coffee cup, visiting all these places, things like that. It's just amazing to me how we live up to the brand because it is the most powerful statement of ourselves that we can put out there because people want to trust people and anyone we see over and over again, friend or foe, become very familiar to us to the point where we're comfortable with them. That personal branding is like this this combination of skills and experience and and maybe even a perception of the life we want to be seen as. There's a woman I met years ago, and online was this healthy eater, perfect, threw her wealth around about, you know, that she's this and that, and I was intrigued. And then when I met her, The day I met her, she had a physical confrontation with her child. She smoked insatiably, and while smoking would tell you she doesn't smoke. And you're standing there going, what what just happened? Because I couldn't in my mind reconcile how deep the branding was that I believed her and I wanted to believe her. Well, I don't really smoke. I just puff in the beginning and throw out more than half of the cigarette. And I thought, but that means you smoke. Oh, no, I don't. I don't. And then you're driving and it's like, I got to stop and get some cigarettes. But I don't smoke. I got to do this, but I don't smoke. I got to go stand out on the porch. I don't want to smoke in the house, but I don't smoke. And I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe how my brain was so branded with her brand 
even though we didn't call it that yet, with her brand, that she could have told me anything. Like I don't smoke, as I'm watching her smoke, watching her buy the cigarettes, and watching her go out to do it. Something that simple. But the denial was so high on both sides. The denial on her side, because she did not want to be a smoker, did not want to be perceived as not perfect, did not want to believe herself that she's actually a smoker. And if she tried to quit, she was going to face an issue. I bought into this healthy food branding, perfect life branding, great house, great car, not great relationships, but in their great relationships, branding. And it shook me to the bone for months how anyone can shape our perception of who they are because we see it every day. Glossy pictures. Beautiful selfies. We don't know if they've been edited or not or photoshopped or not. We don't even know if some of these people are real. During this election period in the U.S., they used to um, get in and hack accounts and take over someone's account and duplicate it, get their friends, and then push their agendas. That was so 2016. In 2020, they decided that that was too much trouble. People would tell people, hey, did you know another account was set up in your name, blah, 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 and that went on. So they decided to just create people so that they're not duplicating accounts. Now, we would all know those accounts when we got friend requested, right? Because they don't show friends. They don't show anything. The whole account is only like not even a day old. And they're usually men, and they're usually widowed, and they're usually in some kind of official capacity, whether it's in the armed forces or they're a doctor or they're someone like that. They put up two or three pictures that they got from God knows where or created or put a head on a certain, God knows what happened. But because of the power of the images, they thought, well, this would be someone that certain people will be attracted to. And they're the only ones we want because if they accepted a friend request of someone they didn't know who had absolutely no information to offer you, why would you accept that friend request? Well, that's exactly who they wanted, was the person who was like, okay, because if you accept that, what else will you accept? It's like the emails we got, the brand of those crazy emails, the the catfish emails, the ones that tell you that they're in a prison somewhere and you need to send money and or they're going to give you $2 million if you send money now because this money's in a bank account, that whole Nigerian scam at the time. But they purposely, their branding was to purposely misspell words and have words spaced differently 
Because if you were to accept those mistakes in an email of someone you didn't know and you wrote them back, you were a good target. So their branding was just looking like they were really in trouble to the point where they didn't pay attention, they didn't capitalize, they misspelled words, they misspaced, which I thought was super interesting because, you know, you don't even think about it, but it's like that red light, yellow light, green light. We are so accustomed to knowing how long that yellow light lasts and can we make it or not? When did it turn yellow as far as how close we were and can we make the yellow light? That's how we are when we read. We know what's right and we know what isn't. But if we accept what isn't, then we are good prey. Our standards are, oh, it's okay if it isn't perfect, they're in trouble. So we focus on them being in trouble on whether or not that is real. Other criminal activity in branding was just last week, I would get texts. I never get like spam texts. You get a lot of spam calls. And on um on the iPhones it'll say scam likely, at least on ours, on mine. So it'll say scam likely meaning this phone number does not exist anywhere and nobody's ever called you from it before. So probably you don't know these people and you don't need to. But then I got it in text and they're like, Your license is suspended, click here to find out how to get it back and stuff like that. I erase them. I don't open them and I don't definitely click on them because they found they can hack your phone for all your information like they can your um, computer. But the perception of us being in trouble and not knowing it is so high that they were able to create a brand of fear that you're in trouble, and then I got another one about my credit, that my credit is, you know, is jeopardized, and I need to go through this. And then you give them your social security number because that's what credit asks for, for you to get that information. Obviously, I deleted because I'm either old enough, which is probably the case, but also we now have the perception, the mental branding that everything that is sent to us from people we don't know is probably not going to end well. So these branding feelings, these branding ideas are all perceived. They're all perceived from advertising all the way down to the selfie person on social media, picture after picture after picture. And we feel more comfortable and more comfortable and more comfortable, even when we may not like what they are saying. And then you may have someone who's on there telling the truth and they look like the most boring person on earth because they have not, built an image for you to perceive of them. They're not selling you. And yet those are the most powerful in the mix. Because perception 
is like quicksand. Someone has a brand, they're caught behaving opposite of their brand. They may be saying they're nice, they're nice, they're nice, and then there's a video of them berating someone in public, and there goes their brand. There's a lot to be looked at right now when it comes to perception because that ties to our emotional feelings. A personal brand, it's like this combination of our skills, our experience, who we are, who we see, we, who we see ourselves as, and who we want to be. It's conscious. It's intentional to create an influence perception by positioning ourselves in a place of authority in an industry, whatever industry it is, even if it's the coffee cup industry, elevating our credibility and telling people why we are special, more special than the competition. We can advance our career. We can create an income. We can increase our circles. Yet, is it safe to brand yourself? There's even tips on how to develop your personal brand. Figure out who you are. Figure out who you want to be and what you want to be known for. Choose an audience. Research the industry and follow the experts. And then grow your online presence. And you can do it with anything. You can create a brand that's not even you and just man it. So why am I doing this today? Because I want you to pay attention to paying attention. The greater you start to see and know yourself and know who you are as a person, the better you will be able to discern branding. Because branding is super powerful. And right now, all of social media is being looked at with a microscope because of branding. You know how every day, if you look at someone's page or you look at a a page of maybe food, keto food or, you know, healthy food or raw food, or you look at a page of music or whatever, and then you get all these suggestions, people who either like those same things or more pages like the one you liked. Suggestions, right? Well, that happens with all the extreme type stuff as well. Someone starting a cult. Someone starting a movement. The minute you start looking at that stuff, all your suggestions will be that stuff. So it ends up growing these more, I want to say, far-reaching ideas in circles and movements have been growing quite quickly as a result of it. 
Because what happens is, whether you realize it or not, every click you do, every click you make is creating a brand of you. Who are you? What do you click on? If you want to find out, you know how people say, well, who am I? Now I say, follow the click. You'll find out who you are in five seconds or less. Marketing companies know who you are. They know exactly what to put on your page. Everybody's marketing is different. If you look at my Facebook, you will see different ads on the side than your Facebook, than their Facebook, than their Facebook. Because every click tells a story. We build maps of ourselves with our clicking. Doesn't mean stop clicking. I'm looking at it as a reflective thought. Don't worry about what you click today and tomorrow as much as where you've been clicking because that tells you, you, who you are. Who are you an audience to? And why? What is it that you're looking for? And why? Because when people are developing a personal brand, the first thing is is to figure out who you are. In the pandemic, I got into this routine of, you know, I wake up at between 3 and 4 in the morning and I do whatever I need to do and I eat before the show. I post, I get all of everything done and then after the show, I may post or create the next day's show. And then my life just got gets busy because what happened was I shifted in this COVID time of doing a lot of things being at home, and I did not realize how busy you can be being home. And we have to prepare almost all of our meals, even though I always loved to cook. I didn't have to cook three meals a day or fix or prepare every single day. So shopping became different. Storing food became different. It created an entire ecosystem of itself. And then I may check back here and there, but I don't usually have as much time actually as I had before. So what happened to my personal brand? Well, I wasn't clicking as much. I noticed that my advertising changed. I started buying more things online because more stores were closed. So all the stuff that I was buying already was what was advertised on my sides. So I was like, wow, that wasn't even on Facebook. How did they know? How did they know? Even when I wasn't on, while we were sleeping, we were being defined. We are being defined. So it does tell us who we are. Yeah, I guess I do like to shop for groceries. Yes, I do like to research food. Yes, I I am focused on health type issues, mental and physical, all my ads. 
exercise equipment, food. And I always check on Amazon first because I know I'm going to get it in two days. So if somebody doesn't have a good shipping plan, I usually don't shop there or start a whole new place to give financial information and do all of that. Turned out that's who I am. I like simplicity. I like fast. I like easy. Most people do. But I, I'm, I like it so much that I'm not willing to do more. So I thought, wow, if I were a brand, this is who I am as a person. Super interesting, this whole branding thing. Because whether you like it or not, you are branded. It's not just all the way at the top of perception, but it dwindles down to each one of us. That's why we buy other people's personal brands. It's so crazy. That's a, a lot to be said on that, and I don't know if I've even scratched the surface, but my time is up already. It's the beginning of the week, you guys. Have a great Monday. Enjoy today. I love you guys so much, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.